Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on board the Barcelona Bliss Cruise with the sexiest, most open-minded couples where we all gather in one place. We've been sailing for the past six days, been eating and drinking and partying and fucking. It's been a whole lot of fun. It sure has. And, you know, we've been having a great time. Uh, The ports we've visited, um, we've been to southern Spain. We were in Casablanca in Morocco. We just passed the Rock of Gibraltar, which was was absolutely spectacular this morning. And um, what's been amazing um, with all these trips um, is the great people that we've met, um, the great sex that we've had with some of them, not with <laughs> yes, all of not them. Not all of them. That can't and, happen. Uh, yeah, just, get to, just getting to catch up with a whole bunch of sexy friends uh, that we've known and made some new friends as well. Yeah, for sure. And of course, we're a day at sea, so it's a perfect opportunity to us, for us to talk to a whole bunch of friends. And as you know, we always love diving deep into the naughty, into the taboo and the unknown. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. We sure do. (coughs) So are you looking to share sexy experiences with other open-minded couples? Perhaps you simply want to add some sexy adventure into your relationship and share them with your partner. So on today's show, we're going to be chatting with a fun couple who's been adding sexy adventures into the relationship for some time now, and they're going to share their secret on how they keep their sex life spicy and naughty and sexy fun. Absolutely. But like we do every show, we want to take a minute to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex, but nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. You know this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David. Today's show is sponsored by The Bliss Cruise. And we are so excited to welcome today's special guests. Well, we have fellow Canadian swinger couple, uh, Karen and Todd. They're here with us on the ship enjoying their time as we are. Welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle, and thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. So this is your first cruise experience or bliss cruise experience? First bliss cruise. And you've been on other cruises? Yes. Swinger cruises, or are you talking about like vanilla cruises? No, this is our fifth swinger cruise. Oh, yay. That's a whole lot of fun. And have you been to Europe before? Yes, many times. We love Europe. Nice. It's It's our second home. We now you now you guys when you get off the cruise you're not just going home you're going away for another uh, 8 9 weeks? Yes. yes yeah, we're we staying. Wow. You got a whole summer ahead of you. That's Super excited. Yeah, that's really really awesome. So, I mean, your journey started a long time ago when you kind of found this lifestyle. Tell us your story about how you guys got into the lifestyle. Um it's it's a little different than most. For us, we decided not to go the family route. And we were looking to have some excitement in life, and then we decided that that we needed to spice it up. Yeah, we needed to spice it up. And to open up your marriage, is that what you're thinking? That you need to just get a little bit more excitement in there? How long were you guys together before you decided, um, you know, we want to add some more variety? You do the math, darling. (laughs) Fourteen years before we started in the lifestyle. So you'd been married for 14 years? Yes. Um, you talked together. Had you? How did you discover the lifestyle? Well, Todd was more aware of it than I was. Sorry, um, brought it to my attention, and we did a few things here and there, and it wasn't quite working. So then we just booked a holiday and threw ourselves in it. So Todd, where had you heard about it? Do you had friends who were in the lifestyle? Do you finding it online? Where did you come into the lifestyle knowledge? Um. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's a long time ago to remember. I think I think <laughs> it was all through uh, just advertising and things, and it caught my attention. And and uh, I remember hearing about hedonism and other resorts. So, so so we've been swinging for fifteen years, and 
I, Carol and I have both traveled the world, and Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife, and when we got dumped, we had um, never heard of a lifestyle. We decided two years into our relationship to go on vacation to Temptation, and that is where we heard about this new world. We met this couple from England, and they were telling us about all these events and all these conventions and where people meet, and we're like, what the fuck? We've How did traveled. we not know about that? Did, were you like surprised kind of when you found out this underground world? It was a whole other world that right? we didn't even know about. I know. Oh, Karen's interpretation of what the lifestyle was when we started was very, very distorted. It was hilarious because when I first mentioned it to her, the response was over my dead fucking body. Wow. <laughs> Well, you remember the fishbowl that you hear about with your yes. parents? Right, right. That yes. that was my interpretation. She I'm thought like, that I, I don't was think giving so, her dude. away. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, scary. I, and isn't it nice to know that we can talk about it today and hopefully inform other people that don't have that same type of... Because you don't know what you don't know, right? And what's really been portrayed even on movies and things. Key parties. Key party movies. Yeah, you you no. hear those myths and you think, that's got to be true. The guy Why pushing would you the say woman it? into it. Now, I know Todd... You're the one who brought it into your relationship, but you know we've seen you guys. We spent some time with you guys, and we know that if Karen doesn't say yay, you guys don't do anything. Right? No, it's we always do not. the woman who drives. Yeah, but if either of us don't say yay, yeah, right, of course, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. But but guys are easier to say yay <laughs> than girls, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> and on average, we found that the the man is the one who poses the idea and it's the woman who says oh i liked that let's do it again let's book it again babe yeah <laughs> and then they continue driving right it's, it's very cool which is I, I mean i find it super hot like last night carol planned a play date for us and you know in our relationship if i wanted to have a play date i'd have to say babe what do you think of this couple and we have this discussion last night she found this couple and said we're playing with them at 9 30 and i'm like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i will admit i did that to todd this week <laughs> yes but you know it's great that we can we feel empowered to do that kind of make that kind of decision and we know we're not going to pick a bad or a, well there's no bad couples anyways it's just whether they're compatible or not i'm just going to say well after being together this long you do have an idea of what your partner likes yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go back again where Todd mentioned to you that, hey, would you like to try something? And you said you tried a few things. It didn't quite work out, but you wanted to dive right into it. So you booked some vacation. Tell us about those first experiences that worked for you. That worked. Yeah. Well, we booked Hito. Okay. And we arrived green, not really knowing what's allowed, what's not allowed. So we got naked because you're supposed to get naked. And we get on the pool deck and we're like looking around because we're shy. And there's this couple fucking right down on the dock. And we're like, okay, I guess everything goes. Everybody was cheering them on. And we're like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> but to give you a bit of backstory, we were nudists first. So mm -hmm. we were very comfortable in our skin. Mm -hmm. We just came into the sexuality of Part it. Part of it, yes. I mean, that's okay, too, because, you know, sex and nudity are not totally linked. They can no. be independent as well, right? So true. And so not everybody knows that. I think I'm a true nudist. I've been a nudist for a long time. Even at 15, I used to travel to Europe and go to the nude beaches in the south of France. But I knew nothing about the lifestyle, like he was saying. So, yeah, just because you were a nudist doesn't mean there was sexuality involved at all. No, there wasn't. Mm -hmm. There wasn't. We, we, well, we would go to beaches and hang out nude. And, and the, our first experience with... A swinger couple, we were actually on a little private island on this beach, hanging out nude, and they kayaked up to us completely naked, uh -huh. and they got out of their kayak, walked over to us, and there they were standing above us, and it, it was an experience. <laughs> I'm looking and at balls, and he's saying, you should come over. I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but when we first heard of Cap, which is somewhere that we love to go. Yeah. We, there's a nude village in this world. Yeah. Well, we booked and went right away. Oh, yeah. Cap Dag in the south of France, about a two-hour train ride from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. um, it's just it. It is, it is the coolest, most open, most freeing place we've ever been. You know, when you go there high time in the summer, there's like 20,000 naked people. And it's not swingers only. There's, you know, the family nudist section. There's the gay section, and then there's the swinger section. And the beach goes for miles, and there's thousands and thousands of people. And what Carol and I love the most is nobody judges there. It doesn't matter what 
so true. Anything that, that you that you live or believe in, everybody respects everybody else. There's no materialism. We love going for dinner naked. We went shopping naked. Oh, it's the best, right? You, there's no change rooms. No. I was going to say, you try on clothes. We just were telling someone that. You try, you try on the clothes right there. You look in the mirror. Oh, take it off. You don't have to go anywhere. Oh, my best first experience there was when I went to the uh, grocery store and I was trying to understand the French wines. I'm completely naked. And there's, there's the store clerk critiquing the wines for me and I was completely blown away. <laughs> it I was know. such so a great... Clu- blew you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I saw. <laughs> I loved walking out of the room just with a key in your hand oh, and your flip-flops on and off you go to your daily adventure whatever it might be. And they bike naked. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so freeing. I mean, that's what we'll call it the alternative lifestyle is about because swinging is just part of the alternative lifestyle. And you could basically do what's good for you, what's good for your couple, and it's fluid, right? What's good today, what you like today might be different from what you like next week. Well, it goes to Carol's point about swinging is not necessarily the same as being nude. Right. Right? And Cap Dag has everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. And, and we can say the same about kink or BDSM, right? Kink and BDSM is not about swinging, and it's not necessarily about sex or about orgasms. It's about a different sensation, a different type of play that you can do as a couple, as a single. So there's many aspects of the alternative lifestyles that people get to choose from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they well, don't there's all something mix. for everyone. Yes, yeah. but they don't, really don't all mix. And no, they don't you're have right. To, and, and they, they don't, don't have, have to. to. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can tell you that the, some of the parties that we went to, the pool parties in Cap Dag, oh were the craziest, craziest. things I have ever been to i don't know if you have had a chance to see those kind of parties yes 300 people is it babylon around the pool babylon with cocks and pussies in your face on the floor standing up in the water like no matter where you were there was just so i want to have the concession for condoms at that party (laughs) it is just insane they should just be put out everywhere everywhere it's just insane yeah Yeah. we are we're actually going to two of them this summer and we're so excited we extended our trip just to hit two of the super parties yeah yeah Uh, so which what time of year is that um, one is July 26th and okay. the other is the 31st. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, very, very nice. That's the week that you're going to be there. That Well, that, well that one night. of the weeks. One we're we're going to okay. be there uh, two different times. In between, we're going to hit Bordeaux because we love wine. Mm-hmm. And, but we're going back to Cap because of the two super parties. Yeah. <laughs> Karen's Beautiful. sitting here with a glass of red wine. <laughs> of course. That's my thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Very but, cool. You know, just going back to Hito for a second. Um, Hito is a great place to dip your toes into the non-traditional relationship because you do have the clothing optional side you have the nude side and what a lot of people fail to realize whether you're on the bliss cruise you go to hito you go to desire is 50 percent of the people do not play they are just either nudists couples looking for an erotic experience Couples who may want to try something a little bit different, go into a playroom, have sex next to somebody else who's having sex. And it's just things that, like Carol and I, when we started, and you guys were when you started, don't know about. Yeah. And the conversations, regardless <coughs> as to what your interest is, are amazing. You can speak about anything. You can be open. And there's, it's so colorful. And there's no judgment. It's truly, uh, it's the best way to live. And one of the things when you're naked is that you don't really know if this guy you're sitting beside or the girl you're sitting beside is a billionaire or it, whether they're a teacher or a judge. Right. You don't know. And Nobody it asks matter. about profession. No, exactly. They ask what you like sexually. Right. <laughs> and what, what are you into? You know, that's the question yeah. that you hear. The fact that everybody talks to everybody. That's oh. the best part, yeah. isn't that's it? That's the best part, yeah. right? Just everybody says good morning. And you're sitting there naked, and it's... See, nudity is just that equalizer that gets you just on the human level and, and the interesting level. That's what good counts point. more it's than true. anything, And we get right? so many questions about how do the guys walk around with erections? And it's like, guys don't walk around with erections 12 hours a day. Just because, because they're in a new place, is. you know? Everybody is. I mean, sure. You, you know, get comfortable. You, you do get comfortable. Yeah. And when everybody's equal, it just makes it all the more normal. And that's why at Hedo, when you go to the nude side, everybody needs to be naked. If you're not comfortable, 
you stay on the clothing optional side. And like we well, that's to prevent peepers, you know, like right. people that are just going there, they want to watch um, and instead of participating. So I think that's... But I mean, if you go there with your clothes on, you're going to feel odd oh, because right. everybody's naked. Right. 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 Exactly. And there's no better feeling. I mean, Hito, I have to say, is one of the nicest beaches in the world. It's the calmest beach. The water's nice, yeah. The yeah. water's spectacular. But just going in there naked and floating around or going on the raft naked. I mean, Carol and I love going up there and just, you know, her giving me a blowjob while, you know, people aren't there watching you, but they're on the beach maybe watching you. It's a huge turn on. It so is. Let's talk a little bit about how it's different on this cruise, for example. You can't do all of those things like we just talked about at Hito, but it still can be a very sexy environment on the cruise ship. You know, at no the pool. sex in the elevator. No, no sex in the elevator. No sex at the pool either. However, there's playrooms and there's other flirting that we can do during the day to make makes it hot and sexy at night before you get into the playrooms. Tell us about some of the experience you've had already on some of the cruises you've been on. Well. One of the things I love about what you were just mentioning is is the respect for culture. When you go into different ports, you have to respect the port you're in. So you, you don't want to be naked in in, in, a, in a Muslim nation or. Well, in we were just in Casablanca, yeah. which was no very nudity. very and conservative. You know, really, they do appreciate when you cover your body, which yes. a lot we of us spent way did too that. much time in port. I wanted to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to go sideways for a second. We were on the Alaskan cruise. Um, uh, with Claudia and Pepe from LLD. We love them. Uh, mm. They are fantastic. They put on great parties. Shout out to both of them and all their amazing people. And we were, I don't know how many miles away from a Disney ship that was coming through a similar passage. But Not the, captain, paths with the us. captain asked us to put our clothes on because we were passing a Disney ship. We have to respect children. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But the ship was a mile or two miles away, it's like they don't have binoculars on their ship. So yes, the, the, the cruise ships are a little oversensitive, which they should be. But I think that was, okay. when there's children involved, I think it's better to be oversensitive just in yes. case they could yes. see something or they had fun looking. Then we were on another cruise yeah. and we were in port oh, and the right. two captains chatted with each other and the captain from the bigger ship said, yeah, yeah, it's okay that you guys are naked in the port. So we had a big phone party. Well, because, the it was, because it was a, a couples only or adult only cruise. cruise, yes. So we had a phone party on our deck and the other ship tilted. Yeah, ours. everybody was on everybody your side. Was on. <laughs> watching. Of course. <laughs> and watching. they did have their bo- their binoculars and on that particular time. Some people got off the boat and came over to your boat. <laughs> right? You know that, right? And of course, the women <laughs> swam were over. Like, hey, look at my titties. And, uh, anyway, it was, it just, was very it was fun. We like to joke often, if you're not in the lifestyle, you want to be. Right. You do, come on. You do. And, yes. and like I said, there's all different levels of being in the lifestyle and why you want to come on a ship like this. And Like we were saying earlier, you don't have to be naked. You can be naked. But what better way to add some spice into your relationship than doing something out of the normal? Well, and to be honest with yourself, like humans are not truly meant to be solely monogamous. We we are like just humans. Oh, we you're so love you're so right, Todd. Yeah, oh there's so God. much evidence that just shows that monogamy is an imposed cultural position to be in. We were know? at breakfast with a couple this morning, and I think he put it the best way. It's like every day you have dinner at home. And now and then you go to a restaurant, don't you? Right. Just to have something else. Yeah. And I added to that, well, she may have the chicken and you, maybe you have the beef. <laughs> so while you're out, there's yeah. something a little different. Yeah. And there's no judgment. Right. right. But right. you end up coming back home together. Right. You come home together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's a very nice way to put it for people who don't understand that the need for variety is there. We all are trying. We're all looking for variety in all different ways, right? So that's kind of fun. Well, the whole monogamy thing came along when our lifespan wasn't so long. Mm-hmm. Now we, or, or even the marriage span wasn't so long. Now we live longer. We stay together longer. So Better quality lo- of life. I yeah. love the way our kids are growing up now with um, what they're calling is being um, sexual flex- sexual, sexually flexible, being fluid, where, you know, when we were growing up, if someone was gay... They had to come out of the closet. Now, if someone likes same-sex sex, they're not in the closet. They're, they're they never started no, in the closet. And they don't there was to, no closet. Right, and they, and they right. don't have to stay there, right? The next yeah. week, they can like a woman. The next life week, they can like... There's no absolute. Two, wi- two guys. It's, it's so cool now how society is saying, you can do what you want with who you want, with whom you want, and then next week, you can change. You can do something else. You don't have to be put in this little box. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree totally. I, well I love that. Very well said. It happens once in a while. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, we'll give you that one. Okay, baby. So have you guys had some fun experiences that you want to share? Something that's interesting that's happened this week that you want to share? Some sexy story? Mm, this the boy week? in our room put my fake eyelashes on before sex. Wow. <laughs> that's cool. It was uh-huh. so cute, too. That's very cool. Hey, we just talked about that, right? You can do whatever you want, and it's just fun. Oh, yeah. Karen <laughs> loves flamboyance. <laughs> I love the sense of humor that men have. There's a lot of... Uh, in life, you get a little uptight. You work. You work hard. You want to support your family and support your family and whatnot. But when you get out to the, all of these venues, the sense of humor that men wear, like the, the uh, guys will wear a tutu. Like, For sure, all the want. outfits yeah. I've worn. It's so in fun. Like wow. everybody thinks it's just sex. It's not just sex. Well, it's you know, the dressing up thing stuff. is actually a lot, a, a big part of what the lifestyle is all about. Tell us about your experiences with costumes, because you know. Oh, Just well, tell us. <laughs> we joke always. We say we are theme whores but okay. because we love getting dressed up. And no, no, you, guys, you guys are above and beyond. That 20s outfit you guys had the other night. Thank you so much. Thank we you. We love that one. And I think Karen is a shoe whore. Yeah, she's I turned me wears. into one as well. There you the other go. Night she changed three times. Oh, Anyone who knows us will agree with you on that. <laughs> oh, when I first yeah, fucking love shoes. <laughs> when I first met Karen, I had a pair of construction boots and a pair of runners, and I fixed that. Yeah, she did. Now I, the my shoe collection is just stunning. So I even get excited looking at my shoes. So how many suitcases did you come with for nine weeks on the road? And well, we came with one large suitcase each okay. and then a third suitcase with just shoes ah for the two of you so no, that a, a was roller? mainly karen's they're <laughs> <laughs> so my shoes mine and i mine tried to got be conservative my but, but you know there's a lot the of ladies who are into hats as well but hats take up a lot of space in your suitcase you don't really realize it no. right but if yeah. you're into hats you might need more than what you just said because right. hats hats are big. i did put a bunch of hats in a carry-on mm-hmm. And I haven't even worn one yet. Well, I wore my first one last night. But the reason that we try to keep our luggage a little low is because I tend to be the porter. <laughs> oh, right. I'm no <laughs> kidding. You still have to drag <laughs> right them everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but what is it about the theme nights and the costumes that adds to the sexiness of your relationship? Well, it's a turn on and the colors. Like I often say, Karen's my Barbie doll. I, I see stuff and I have to buy it for her because it just, she looks so great in it. And we it, do it, try and match each other a yeah, lot. Like he, he'll see what I'm wearing for whatever and then he'll match what I'm wearing. So we often look similar with our themes and stuff. And it's kind of fun. And a so lot of couples we, do that. When we were talking about adventure, I mean, that's adventurous because you guys are planning in advance. What are we going to bring? Well, how are we going to dress? Which themes are you really going to go for? Some, you know, some, you, themes you can, are, some themes are not as popular as others, but you can easily wear the red theme or a white theme easily, obviously. But some of them are really costumes and not just clothing, right? Just oh, to definitely. speak to that, um, when you're not at an event and you're living your normal life, you'll be out somewhere. Like Just to give an example, we were at the King Tut event, and we're looking at each other going, that would be good for that theme on that night. And we actually bought something just to go to some event, right? So even when you're not at an event, you're thinking about your events we and you're planning ahead. And yeah. And there's certain outfits that you only wear to a lifestyle outing, a party. Definitely. M- most of my shit. Yeah, because it's all <laughs> sexy as hell, right? But, but when we're packing, Carol will tell you, she's starting to pull out her sexy stuff and her pussy just gets wet because yep. she knows we're going into this different mode mm-hmm. and i start getting laid even more than usual <laughs> really <laughs> i just lay it all out on the bed and he's like oh really you're bringing that <laughs> next maybe thing i know i'm bent over <laughs> right maybe we need to buy more costumes maybe yeah. i wish i could wear it's more. never a bad idea <laughs> yeah i have trouble with shoes and it's never been my thing because my feet have always never been the right size or right shape for good shoes so I'm happy that people like you can actually take advantage. And Can you buy shoes online, for example? I do. We have. I have. Yes. I can't do that. I have to put them on. i got to walk around with them, and still they're not comfortable. Well, but, but, but we've also come to understand what brands are good. Mm-hmm. So like, if I see like certain brands that I know are a high quality, all I need to do is look at the style, and I know the shoe will be amazing. Oh, I don't know if we can do a brand thing, but Pleaser Shoes, and you can take this out if I can't say that, but Pleaser Shoes are really comfortable. Oh, they're so they're comfortable. They're super they're so high, beautiful. but they got all this cushioning to uh, them. And they're high That's quality. That's what it needs, right? It's the yeah, cushioning. Yeah, because I mean, your feet are 
they're like way up there, right? So yeah. at the end of the night, they hurt. Now, but then do you have certain shoes that only go like behind your ears? Oh yeah. 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 My mom was house sitting one time and she was looking at my shoes apparently and she says you know Karen it looks like you haven't even worn some of them I'm like mom they've only seen the ceiling oh dear <laughs> that's so fun. absolutely uh, so this, the costumes which were, are so much fun to bring on these trips what other things do you like to do when you go away and you know you're going to be in lifestyle what, what other things do you think about before you leave the house do, do, do you always like whatever destination you're going to do you have couples that you know there or do you have a club that you go to where you're going to meet people yes definitely definitely we we, uh, do have a couple of websites that help us internationally um and you say you're coming to town and people start contacting and you. which websites are those, the, the good we ones can that say. you S- sure, sure. SDC and LL are yeah? both yeah. great for international travel. Um, you put uh, your destination in there and then people can contact oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and they'll have parties because you're coming to town. Oh, like we've, we've been, been to some rooftop to pool parties. We've been like, and they're just throwing them. They're like, okay, you guys are coming. We're going to throw a party together. Oh, yeah. When so we went, it's so true. So after this cruise, we're going to see our friends uh, Claudia and David at Le Boudoir in London, yeah. and they said, you know, the fact that you're coming, just put up a profile so you know people know who you are. People can see your faces, your yeah. pictures. So yeah. We put up our profile. We show up as new meat, and I can't tell you how many emails we got. Hey, you're coming to town, and it was very clear. We're only there for one night, and I can't imagine how many people are coming to the club just because there's some. New Canadian meat. <laughs> I was going to say fresh meat, right? Yep. That's it. That's exactly what he means. But yeah. I mean, our goal when we go out and travel and meet people is to meet new people, to make new friends. Um, and we have friends all over the world because, like you guys, we travel a lot. And I'm sure we're going to go to Le Boudoir in London and make a new friend. Exactly. One, yeah. Just one. We yeah. only have to make one, right? Um, I mean, you go to a club, you can't fuck all the hundred couples who are there but you can make friends with at least one or two Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. well and again that's the wonderful thing about the lifestyle even if it's not sexual the conversations are so colorful they're so open they're so enjoyable you don't have to have sex and you will have the best time ever you go on a resort and you meet people like vanilla and oh here let's exchange numbers and you never talk to them no, again never. but yeah. in our lifestyle mm-hmm. you do talk to mm-hmm. them again mm-hmm. you do oh, we and you make friends and places yeah. just because you have friends there oh, yeah, you get a chance we've, to go visit they've hosted us in in all over the world sao and paulo in england everywhere i could keep going and we've had them come and visit us the furthest couple to visit us so far is from sydney and they oh, flew to canada cool. just to come and very, stay very cool. and and it's it's incredible and we love it. We actually have a couple coming to visit us in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. From uh, Colorado. Yeah. Um, but on, on this Bliss Cruise, one of the things that we've noticed, and on the Azamar Quest, it's a smaller ship. Um, norm, everybody knows the Bliss November ship where there's four and 5,000 people on it, which is just... Very big. <laughs> really, yeah, really big. <laughs> really but big. What we have found on this ship is how everybody has gotten so close and, and you get to meet everyone and talk to everyone and the caliber of the people um, there's compatible people for everybody on the ship you know not everybody's compatible for everybody but you know you only need to make friends with five or six other couples and you're gonna have a great week and we've seen everybody here find those friends but you still talk to everyone for you sure. still yeah. have yeah. a yes. great time no matter who's sitting beside you at the pool or, or at, for dinner you're still chatting with them not because you want to have sex with them just want to get to know someone you want to you know how interesting they might be and, and it's true that people are really interesting when you get to talk to them and get oh, everybody's to got some fun stories <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah all right, so just hang on a second. We uh, need to remind everybody that this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're chatting with, and we're chatting with Karen and Todd from Canada. They're swingers, fellow Canadians who are here on board with us on the Bliss Cruise, and we're having a wonderful conversation. We're just going to take a quick break and tell you all about Topless Travel and some of the trips that we have coming up next year. Absolutely, and we are here on Bliss with our friends uh, Shelly and Joe from Topless Travel. And uh, we've said it before, we'll say it again. If you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you absolutely must book with them at Topless Travel from Hito 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and of course, all the Bliss, Bliss Cruise experiences. 
Topless travel should be your number one choice. Yeah, and their trips and events are all about the people, like we've been talking about, and all their sexy, fun experiences. So let's just shout out to their sexy host couples like Jess and Justin, and of course, Party Mark, and they're always there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. All right, and you'll find us on many of the amazing topless travel trips, but listen up. The next Bliss Cruise in November is already sold out, and if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the high seas, then grab your cabin on the April Bliss Cruise and join us April 17th to 22nd, 2023. And for more information about this trip or any of the topless travel events, you can go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Alrighty, you know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. Today's show is sponsored by The Bliss Cruise. Let's get back to our show with Karen and Todd, and we're going to get talking into what they used to do, which is organizing some swinger parties. So sometimes we want to know things like, what does it take to organize a party? Does it help your couple when you guys do it together? Is it a project that, you know, gets you hot and horny? And maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you started. I know you're not doing it currently, but how you started doing it and, and where it's got to you today in your relationship. Well, originally when our, our first party, we didn't expect it to happen. We have a, a, a wonderful venue and it was a, a situation of opportunity where there was a party that was organized and the host had to cancel and now you had a, an entire group of people were expecting this weekend vacation party and they had nowhere to go now. and they had nowhere to go so we stepped up and we hosted them so the venue was a, a hotel no it was another uh, a, a, another uh, couple that had property that oh, would nice. accommodate okay. a large group of oh, people good. okay and they had a situation in their family that'll it was the weekend prior and he put online he was canceling it and, and we you were, said, hell no, we're going to step in. Well, and put no, it. we had some friends over, lifestyle friends. We were having a weekend hangout at our house. And they said, well, you guys could handle this party. Why don't you let everybody come over? So we did. And it, it, it morphed from there because... Yeah, it totally evolved. And so how many people were at that first party? The first party was 70. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And it, it so grew. Small. It was it was originally <laughs> just the Friday and the Saturday night, and over the years, it grew into a five-day party with 500 people. Was it always at people. that venue, that property that you were oh, helping yes. out with? Always at that Came one venue? Came to our house. Yeah, oh, our okay. house. Oh, okay. Very cool. So, is this something that you guys did together, and it kind of brought you together, like it was a project that you worked on? Definitely. We, we, we divided to conquer, because... There was certain parts of it that Karen took care of and certain parts of it that I did. But it's a lot of work putting on a party. It truly is. People, people, people don't, don't understand. It. Yeah. it turned from one to two nights, 70 people, to five nights, 500 people. Wow. Holy so cow. It, what, that's what Todd means when he says divide and conquer. There uh-huh. was a lot to organize. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah. A lot of fucking went on. Yeah. 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 And did you guys get a chance to play while you were organizing and hosting? Well, no. Unfortunately, of all the years and all the parties we did, we only had two opportunities to play during the parties. We because get that. We used to organize yeah. parties, too. Yeah. And by the time, you know, we made sure everybody was having a good time, it was like 2.30, 3 o'clock, and everybody was paired up, and it was like... Okay, where are we going to go, <laughs> and, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, and hopefully, you know, once in a while you get in that fun pleasure time, but um, not always. No, and, and the logistics of it, like from insurance to permits to even reassuring the police that no one would be leaving our venue drunk, we actually purchased a like a legal breathalyzer. Oh, cool. We had we we presented it to the police. They 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 not once in all the years we were doing it set up a ride program around our parties oh, or good. gave us any issue. It was no, wonderful. No, they trusted us. They, they really came yeah. and checked us out yeah. and they trusted us. Wow. But I mean, but the that's one also time good for the guests as well to know that no one's going to be leaving. Well, we took care right? of them. Yes. The one time the the one of the first times the police showed up, Todd built this 1300 square foot playroom. Where we had like it was kind of a BDSM. We right. call it playroom, but yeah. it was we had the cuffs, the sling, the swing. It was people fucking. It was all red lights, and the cops are looking up in the window, and you could see this woman up in the handcuffs uh-huh. being yeah. whipped. And they were like, <laughs> but "Okay, we looking up, kind of okay, guys." We had gone upstairs and informed everyone in the playroom that the police were there and that if they didn't want 
any problems to please step calm away down from the window? and yeah. I think it in, it, it encouraged yeah, everyone to act up. up. They wanted really? to tease the police, That's so it was hear amazing. Girls yelling. Yeah. It, it was yeah. good. It was yeah. fun. But you know, when you plan for what could happen, and you tell the authorities and everybody's what you're doing, normally things happen properly. It's when you're trying to do something at a place you shouldn't do it. And don't tell in, them. You're bringing in alcohol that you shouldn't be bringing in. It's like you're just asking for trouble. Oh, no, we did it right. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, the insurance company was okay with everything except a bouncy castle. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, really? alcohol, no and, with alcohol and bouncy, and bouncy and castles bouncy don't castles. go well together. <laughs> There's broken bones involved in bouncy <laughs> yeah, castles. Yeah. That's They'll why. insure anything except that. No. <laughs> like what happened to your hand during this trip, right? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> We're still not sure how that happened. Yeah, yeah. We call it a UPI, <laughs> unidentified party injury. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, the lifestyle is about people (laughs) taking care and sharing with other people. And we found our friend who is an orthopedic surgeon on the ship. And he had some anti-inflammatories. He checked out Todd's hand and... Did he determined later. that it wasn't Todd's actually broken? No, right? no. And the swelling is gone. The pain is gone. And thank you again, David. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Crazy Ka- things happen. Saying, keep drinking. The doctor saying, take some anti-inflammatory <laughs> and put some ice on it. Oh, he wouldn't put ice on it. So I made him hold a glass of ice for like three hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it helped. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. it did. Absolutely. So at your parties, were there things that people did, sexual activities, sexual positions that you'd never seen before and you learned from them? Oh, everything from fistings to we even saw a play with baseball bats I didn't even realize was a thing, but yeah. We saw and I was able to participate in sounding. Oh no. What is sounding? Sounding Sounding is when you take a steel rod and put it down a man's penis. You throw. Oh. Yeah, That's called sounding? Yes. Yeah. What there's that come there's from? What kits. They have different yeah. shapes. Watch him rither in sexual oh. lust. Yeah. <laughs> I just lost my erection. Oh, yeah. That's what happened to me. So did Todd. <laughs> is it, is it kind he of, he is had it no part of, part of that. BDSM, is it part of the BDSM world? That's I, I believe so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that would be, yeah. You know? Would you guys consider yourself kinksters? Um, no, we love to fuck. Mm, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Where BDSM is not our thing at all. I do have some amazing whips. Yeah. Karen, and, and Karen's you, a bit you can of a do switch. It? You can do yeah. the whipping? Yeah, yeah. You like doing that? But I'll I joke that. all the time. I'm w- I, I made up my own acronym. I'm a non. I'm not a dom and I'm not a sub. Yeah. I'm a non. I'm non. Like yeah. But go. I'll put on some garb and go up there and whip anyone who wants a whipping. Oh, okay. And how would you guys describe your type of lifestyle play besides fucking? Are you Are you bi? Yes. Are you bi? Oh, no. No, I, I like girls. Okay. okay. I like, like boys girls? and girls. Boys there and you girls. Go. Okay. Equally? Car- Carol, what are you? Yeah, equally. Okay. I'm bisituational, which you yeah, know, bi- the time situ- is you're not equally. You, I, you I love like cock. Oh, I love cock too. <laughs> so but yeah, equally but love you can cock love it equally, and yeah. pussy. Uh huh. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> have you done the double dildo with another girl? No, we ha- we have a no. brand new one, and we still haven't unpackaged it because Correct. I keep waiting for the opportunity. I've used my strap on a whole pile, but I haven't done that. Oh, uh, that's my fantasy. Like you doing Carol with a strap on. And me doing you from behind. Oh. That would be cool. I mean, there's a little bit of coordination. Carol, that's why that's why it's cock. a fantasy thing going on. You know, it's a little bit of coordination. Yeah, yeah. However, you got to think you about what you're doing. Fantasize about it. It doesn't mean it has to work perfectly when you actually do it. And yeah, very sometimes often fantasies don't work out exactly how you're thinking about them, right? Quite so often, true. because <laughs> yeah. scheduling or 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 trying to physical body movement, right? Flexibility, <laughs> things that you might have seen on porn that look easy, but you know that's only when you're a contortionist, right? I'm yeah. a bit of a director, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Especially if, you know, if it's clear that this is what we want to do or this is what we want to accomplish, you know, whether it's a DP or, or a scene and or whatever. talk about it ahead of time and everybody knows what to do. Right. Yes. Then it can probably work out pretty good. Yes, exactly. So, so you mentioned fisting. Mm-hmm. Have you done fisting or been fisted? I've done fisting. I have not been fisted. Well, we've tried. We tried. It mm. didn't but work. It, her pussy's too small. But you can't get your or hand or in. Or a lady's hand. Uh, his hand. Okay. David can't fist me with his hand either. I but got I this 
bump over here. I'm yeah. Dumb. I get yeah, in. We all have that bump. Yeah. <laughs> Some are smaller than others. Like my hand would fit into my pussy. Like another lady has fisted me before. So we were just talking about that we recently. Tried it the other night. Yeah. I was really so I was hard. really hot and horny in there. Try it. Put in another finger. Put another finger. No, put more lube. More lube. <laughs> no, then we fucked and she came and she says, "Okay, supposedly after you come, the pussy opens up even more." <laughs> try it now. Try it now. So so now her pussy's full of cum and she's like, "Okay, now put your hand in." So I put my hand in and now I feel all my cum <laughs> inside, but it's still not getting in. And she's like, okay, pull it out. And she starts licking all the cum off my fingers. Yeah. And then she kisses me. And it's like, it was so hot. And then we went on to round two. <laughs> right. But I still didn't get my full That's fist. super hot, guys. Yeah. yeah but is. but for sure, I knew it wasn't going to work after that second try. But um, yeah. So we were talking about it with lady Because a lady's hand would be able to. Myself, I can make that quite small by pushing it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you can as well. Yeah, that's kind of fun. So when you saw the fisting, was you talking about a lady fisting into a vagina or a man into our an anus? Our f- first experience with witnessing fisting was at one of our parties. We have a, a picnic table just off of our deck and three couples laid the women down and the three gentlemen kept changing and nah, fisting it. and it was like... It, it the sounds alone. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Like it was. When we live in a forest. There was a big echo. Oh. Boy. <laughs> That's when, funny. When when oh, someone gets their fist into Carol's pussy, and then starts moving it around inside, the squirt yep. just comes and comes. It's it's incredible by the gallons. And the first time it happened to me, I didn't really know what she was doing because I had never even heard of fisting again. We were quite very naive at the beginning of all of this, and it was very early on. But we were. Playing on the floor area, a whole group of people, and there was couches all around. So I was done. I took a, was taking a break, and I sat on the couch. And then she, I guess, saw that I was sitting there, and she just came over gently, took off her rings, and just started playing with my pussy. And I was, like, leaning back and enjoying because it just was fingers going in and then maybe another finger. And I didn't even know that by then the whole fist was in there until I looked down, and there was no more hand. Oh, and I, they're I like, have a picture. It's, it's and I, I remember that view with a hand missing, and that hand is inside me. Yeah. And I looked down, and I went, holy shit. And I didn't even know her whole hand because it was so slow and gradual that I didn't even realize that all the fingers and all her whole hand was now inside and she obviously had done it before and which was very cool but I remember that that just seeing it for the first time when you look down and that whole fist is inside you well when you relax is when you open up yeah so yeah. that's what it took you you were very relaxed yeah exactly and and definitely that's that's what we found like a lot of like even when we witnessed the couple using the bats Mm -hmm. and it was like i I didn't even know that these things were possible but prior to the actual act the uh, the relaxation of the of the girl is what was the key it was like very like sensual calming it wasn't it's not aggressive it's about relaxation yeah so so and gradual i think she probably might have tried first with a dildo smaller than a bat which kind of she opened up from that and then got maybe a bit bigger and then finally the bat probably oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're gonna move on gonna okay, I play baseball this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna strike out next time <laughs> so funny. let's talk about squirting yes okay, you guys do parties we sell a waterproof sex blanket you know squirt goes right through to the mattress oh yes right totally. Karen your you're blankets squirter? are necessary nope. Karen you're a squirter uh-huh what gets you off what gets you going? What gets me going squirting? Yeah. yeah. Well, why does the squirt happen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm aroused. I don't know what, why it all happens. It's about arousal. Do you need and a guy? No, I can do it myself. But once I'm aroused and I feel hot and horny and I let out a little squirt, it's not the same as having an orgasm. It's an ejaculation. I just kind of feel like now I'm in control. I just tap my clit. I can take your cock and tap my, you know, my clit with your cock or with my own hand. It doesn't matter. And then I can squirt. It kind of just gets me in the mood. It's a little bit of a party trick. It's not like you're performing, but it happens. And then I just kind of feel in control, and that kind of empowers me. Do you remember when you first started squirting, the position we were in? Yeah, I was sitting on your face, right? And I didn't know what was going so on. Your pelvis was open. I didn't know what was going on. And they're like, you're doing that because he had his finger inside me while he was licking my pussy. And I was just draining all over him. And we just didn't know. We didn't know what it was. So, Karen, you've never squirted? I think I've squirted once. Oh, okay. It's I, I just don't squirt. Yeah. I come a lot. 
but I don't squirt. Okay. Oh, she can. Do you come, come when you fuck or oh, yeah. oral? Yeah. Um, both. Which do you prefer? Fucking. Yeah. yeah. All day. Yeah. Particular <laughs> position. I think she likes doggy style. Yeah, I think I like doggy style the best. And do you guys fuck every day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Twice and a day? Wait, I just want to. Twice Pardon? a day? More than once a day? Well, at least once a day. All right. Sometimes more, but and at least it, once a day. When you guys are fucking, do you guys visualize some swinger situations that were, you were in? Are you in the moment or? No, I tend to. I, I'm aroused by my wife. I love my wife. Great okay. answer. Yeah. yeah, I keep my eyes open. I love watching Todd. That's uh, cool. I like seeing the ever, enjoyment on his face. Do you ever kind of drift off for a second or two and got to reel yourself back in? Do you have like a key to reel yourself back in? Do you ever find yourself drifting? You know, when you're just getting started or getting aroused, you ever feel yourself drifting? Oh, she's drifted before, but uh, no, she doesn't. <laughs> when I go cross-eyed. She lets go. <laughs> <laughs> she lets go. I see. It's like, bring your eyes back. Bring your eyes back. You'll be okay. She can start to have, like when she says she loves to have orgasms, like her multiples, they can last. She can have a continuous orgasm. Oh, it can make me come and come and come and come wow. and come. It just, she doesn't wow. stop. Like so, for, I'm saying, like for how long? You know, are you talking about a half an hour or 10 minutes or... One mm. minute, like what the do you mean by time? the whole time? Yeah, wow. I can get her going wow. and keep her coming as long as so I'm you're able to. Very orgasmic. Yes. yes. Okay. Not everyone is. No, I get it. Yeah. And how long can you get him coming for? Oh no, I don't like to come. I really, I, I know that eventually we, we do, but like we we joke with each other and others all the time. I come tomorrow. <laughs> I will. I can have sex all night long and. I don't. He'll um, just keep going. I just keep going. But and is going. it a question of edging, where you come to a close, no, I, close I, and then you pull back? I, I I I guess I've gotten to that point, but now I'm beyond that. I don't I don't let myself get that mm. close. He just likes to fuck. I just love to fuck. Do so you right. like the sensation um, of pussy of tongue of and, hands? And, and I'm a pleaser. Oh, I okay. love to make a woman come. I love. I love the do act. Do you keep the erection the whole time, or do, do you go down and back oh, up no, again? No, he's no, hard the whole time. I'm hard the whole time. Wow. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Wow. Are you guys doing later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, but in the morning, I'm in? horrible. Yeah, exactly. In the morning, I'm like a, the minute man. Like, well, yeah, he flips me over, and he's done like right away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's <laughs> a contradiction. Oh, yes. Okay. I, lo- I still love the yeah. orgasm, mm-hmm. but like I, I love the act as much. Right. So I think that for, for me anyway coming is overrated mm. in a lot of ways yeah like, I, I just because I don't want to stop uh. and I, I, I guess in mentally I worry that that will f- be the end right yeah Karen you like morning sex yeah pussy's way tight I think she's like sex all the time that's right. what we're hearing right anytime yes. anywhere any I'm with, good with yep. anyone <laughs> well I don't know about anyone, anyone. <laughs> can you spend a bit of time with Carol yeah just, I'm not a morning I'm not a, mor- morning I'm not a morning person okay okay it's I wake up with the hardest directions yep that just go to the wayside to the wayside <laughs> sorry because coffee has priority over cocky <laughs> Well, women are different than guys. You guys wake up with an erection. You all do. Right? Yep. yep. W- women wake up with different things on their mind. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you open your eyes and you see erect cock in your face, just put it in your mouth. Huh? Put it in your mouth. <laughs> just put it in your mouth. Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> we call that a cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a great one. And when David does he does it regularly, but um, because he's up early in the morning and then let's just say he's feeling horny he'll come back upstairs and he'll put his cock there and sometimes I will put it in my mouth Other, only for a second not like I want to get fucked or just do bring anything bring coffee with your cock <laughs> and put my cock in the coffee and put that in her mouth there oh, you go yeah. yeah, not too hot I was going to say that could hurt be careful <laughs> I like lots of milk so it's usually a warm coffee it's not too too hot so Karen do you have any toys? oh yeah oh my god I have a room full of toys what's but your favorite? Todd Oh, ah, nice, nice. But Karen is a bit different than a lot of women. Karen doesn't like a vibrator. She likes dildos. Oh, okay, yeah, so I like dildos too. Yeah, yeah the vibration, yeah. It, it's its not a turn-on for her, so. And well, I like the fullness in my pussy, um, and, but then I like well, the vibration. Well, I have some cock rings. So I like a little bit of both. And things like that, but not... Any not strokers? Any... Uh, no. No? No, okay. that, my stroker is my I wife. I know, right? You, got, you guys got it made, I'm saying. There's a perfect match going on here. What about butt play? Yep. Well, butt plugs and stuff. Karen doesn't like anal. That she'll do a DVP, but not a DP. Have yeah. you done DV? 
Oh, yes. Double vag? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's what he just said. That's yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like yes, that. she does. Yeah. I like the <laughs> sensation of that other cock on my cock and then the pussy on the other side. It is, it is, you have to focus so hard not coming because it's a completely different sensation. Yeah, and I love the noises Karen makes when she's <laughs> doing the DVD. But that's what you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. You've got to actually talk about what you're about to do right. so that everybody gets There the is a coordination properly. required. But yeah. once it's there... So you like double vag, and you do have to coordinate it, right? It's one of those things that doesn't just happen organically. We have to Correct. think about it you in need advance. To talk about it with everybody, and and are the guys happy crossing swords inside you? You know, like oh, that's not more than crossing that, swords. That's more than crossing. That's swords, never yes. really an issue. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I'm not homophobic in any way, and and not that being gay is wrong, but it's just not who I am. Yeah. And well, well, what if what if Karen wanted to put on a strap on and do you in the butt? Oh, not happening. No, no. But Karen has actually played with men this way. Like her strap-on isn't just solely for women, right? But yeah, no. But it's not your thing. No, it's yeah. not. Uh, it's okay too. I'm yeah. friendly. <laughs> You're friendly with both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I don't mind doing that. Oh no, and we're we're good with everything. Again, the greatest part of the lifestyle is there's no judgment. Right. Everyone's yeah. desires are good, and yeah. it's okay to say no. That's not for me. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. And thank totally. goodness we all have to put our boundaries out there. Right. That's why my morning sex thing, I don't feel guilty about it. That's my you boundary. Should. Leave me alone when I'm in bed <laughs> in the morning. No, I, don't I love morning sex. <laughs> and worse than morning sex is waking her up in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, that's sex. never going to happen. Oh, You'll get a punch good. in the face. I, I start coming right away oh, when yeah. he does that. I can wake yeah. her up. and he flips yeah. me right on my stomach and starts fucking me, and it's like, oh, yeah. You should try that. Well, you know, I'm not against trying that because I don't even know if you've ever woken me up in the night to fuck me. Well, I don't want to die. I know because I keep <laughs> threatening you, but I, I don't even know if we've ever actually tried it, have we? All right. Let's put Jeez. it on our Set list. your there alarm you at 3 a.m. Because you're not you're the second person today who's told me I should try it. Oh, you should. Today. So it might be a sign that maybe right. I've changed. I don't know. Right. Otherwise, you'll get punched one way. Yeah. As long yeah. as you're you're going to hold back, hold my arms down, make sure I don't punch Jimmy you. Do you're all luby at night and you don't even know it. That's right. right. There you go. So what about self-pleasuring? How important is that in your relationship? Um, it, it, it's, it's a part of our life, but I don't know if it's important. It's Do you like watching Karen masturbate? Yeah, I have watched her masturbate many times, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it do is you guys definitely. Do you do mutual masturbation ever? No. Um, not really. No? Like, honestly, we have sex every day. Yeah. We don't, yeah. I don't masturbate that much. No, she. Do, it's not It's not an often thing. It happens occasionally. But, yeah, I, again, I hate to be repetitive. I just love to fuck. There you go. But no, that's you know, okay, sometimes too. Sometimes we're fucking. Carol loves sometimes watching me pull out and then stroke my cock and watch the cum just ooze out but again, of it, it just her We like just changing it up yeah. every now and again. So oh, we do that we'll often. Do that. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. yeah, I definitely will pull out and come on her. It's not always dips. internal. Well, uh, again, we, right? But we're also um, respectful swingers. Mm -hmm. I find that if I come inside of Karen all the time and now we're to meet another couple, it's unfair to the gentleman if he's not oh, into that yeah, or not yeah. aware so yeah that no but you're so right it, you know you'd be respectful but i don't know that everybody would think it. that's yeah, hot i know I but me yeah. fucking like when i'm squirting after another guy has come in her uh, that's yeah hot. he does like mm -hmm. that, I love that. Like yeah. if See, that's a conversation yeah. right it's Absolutely. not a just do <laughs> right right yeah and it's good that we can we can talk easily about it you know oh, yeah. you like that what do we call it sloppy seconds right but it's just as hot for me when we're having sex with another man that he pulls out and he comes on Karen and then I'll fuck her and yeah. come on her and yeah. it's almost a bukkake style, yes. right? Yes. A mini bukkake yeah. of a sort. And it, it, it's a turn on. Yeah. It's a huge sure. turn One on. One of our first swinger experiences 15 years ago, we did our first soft swap, we'll call it, and um, we were playing with this couple and her thing was um, I came on Carol's tits and then she licked it off. And yeah, that's hot. No, we, it was her husband who came on me. I think we both came on you. Oh, maybe, and yes. Then and then her thing was off. licking it off, yeah. And it was like, okay, 
and we were like new. This was day two. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and, I, and again, it was a conversation that explained that's their thing, and yeah. we said sure, sure, okay. We didn't know either way, but yeah, it was definitely hot. Talking is super important. Yeah. Oh, and we do yeah. like to help facilitate other people's fantasies. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you have something and you bring it to us, we will do our best to help you. It's Can you think of a fantasy that is in the top of your mind that either one of your fantasies or one that you've helped a friend uh, fulfill? Or Some that you haven't done yet. They're looking at each other, not sure which one to share now. Well, we definitely helped a friend facilitate a pukaki. Oh, yes. One, cool. that, in, one that, that involved a lot of men. For yes. those of our listeners out there who don't know what a bukkake is. <laughs> go ahead. You can you explain it. Go, Karen? Oh, it's when a bunch of guys jerk off over a girl and come on her. Mm-hmm. On her head, her face, her tits, her, wherever. Everywhere. Right, whatever she wants, When right? you've got like 50 guys coming on her, she's Holy kind of... Holy cow, you're talking 50 guys? She's kind of oh, full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But you can also have sex with her. You just The rule is, is you need to come on oh. her. Okay. Have you had that, Karen? No, that wasn't me. No. <laughs> Not your thing? Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say you, that, but... Um, I don't think I... Well, that just seems like a lot of people to me. I kind of imagined if that were to happen to me and maybe there were six or seven guys, probably I would be comfortable with that. I might want to try that. But the crowded space, I can. I wouldn't yeah, feel comfortable with too, too many men. But That's too overwhelming. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. It was a big crowd. There's a lot of people watching. Right. Well, with your big group, I can only imagine, like, if you had 500 people in one of your parties, that wasn't too hard to coordinate, right? No, percentage of the people, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but and the person who asked for it, did she, was that her ultimate fantasy? Did, did it come true? I think it was her husband's oh, fantasy. Oh, okay. So cool. she was facilitating him. Yeah, yeah nice, yeah. nice. Wow. She was a good girl. Yeah. <laughs> but... Again, I, I love watching Karen be pleased, and for me, that's a huge fantasy, and that's why I enjoy pleasing her so much. One of our fantasies was, well, for me anyway, was a gangbang. So Karen facilitated yeah, me. Nice. It happened. And, and, I, how many yeah. and how many were in the gangbang? Six. And how long did it last for? The, the entire night. night. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Would you like that, hon? Uh, maybe six might be too much. Again, the whole night might be too much. Yes, uh, I like to start. I would like to try it How in a baby step. Oh no, Karen doesn't need lube. Yeah, oh, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't need lube. <laughs> She's natural. <laughs> I don't like lube. It makes everything non-frictional. Yeah, she likes the feeling. Uh, we actually have uh, a lube that I like, and um, I guess since menopause, anyways, I certainly use lube, um, and it does help me. We do. We have found one that works really well with my body, and it feels great, and so we're happy. It's not like, no taste, no nothing. So we've spoken about a lot of cool, sexy, alternative things on the show, and um, we're coming to the end. Um, do you guys want to share your craziest or best or most erotic sexy story you've had over the last 17 years? Well, for me, it would definitely be Karen doing a gang. Yeah, I would say uh, we yeah. just did. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm getting erect thinking about it. So it's, it's been fun. And is there yeah. something that you guys have spoken about that you want to do in the future? No, um, I don't know that we've actually discussed anything in specific. We've again tend to not schedule ourselves we go with the flow we find the moment and what about like five women on you I've done that that's happened it's happened we did that too but you know what Five women do not fit <laughs> on one on man's one body. Man's body. So <laughs> At they the end same up time, with each other, which is cool. Well, in our situation, we You're were about the Brazilians. Yeah, right? the Brazilians. We were in, in Sao that Paulo, so and all the husbands were sitting to the side watching. And I had the five women lined up, and I I was moving along, and they were oh, all calling that? me the Energizer Bunny. But again, like but, I said, I I can stay erect all night. Before that happened, the girls. He fucked me first, and then he they heard me say thank you, Todd. Right. So then, after each one got fucked by him, they were like, "Thank you, Todd." <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. That is was good. Awesome. That yeah. was the one night I swear I was going to have a heart attack. Though. <laughs> yeah, I was concerned. We're in Brazil. I don't know how to dial nine one one. Very, very amazing way to end a fun, sexy show. Um, Todd, Karen, thank you so much for being here, taking your time. Thank you for having from us. From being naked on the pool. Yeah, we did. Yeah, have we had fun. I know, right? I'm glad you guys came because those are really hot stories and yeah. you shared your adventures because that's what it's all about. If you have to keep it fresh and spicy and energetic between your couple, you got to keep adding this kind of stuff in here. It doesn't have to be swinger stuff, but it just has to be something you can talk about, right? And, you know, yeah. regularly we have, you know, experts and doctors on our show and it's 
it's fun bringing a couple on who are open, who are wanting to discuss their sexual adventures and activities. And we hope our listeners out there who are in a monogamous, boring, stale relationship have the want, like you said, Karen, to communicate, to talk to each other, because I'm sure in many relationships relationships out there, one or the other person have thoughts in their heads that they're afraid to bring up to their partner. Open afraid of rejection, afraid of what the... Communication is the key. Exactly. Exactly. Just give it a try. And uh, like we did today, uh, <laughs> we learned lots on every show. Baseball bats. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, He's forever changed now. I'm glad that you was fun for you, that. too. Yeah, you'll never l- look at a Louisville the same. <laughs> Absolutely. We hope all our listeners had a great time uh, listening today. If you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. And, uh, wow. And don't forget your waterproof blanket. Yeah. It is necessary. Blanket. Absolutely. Karen and Todd, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks again. And, of course, like every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And just a reminder to join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Karen and Todd, wish you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe and, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.